0: Oh, my God. to another episode of One in a Stallion. I'm Tim, and with it, with me as always are the best people on the planet, Anonymous Alex and Jenna. How are y'all this week?
1: Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I do want to point out that you did almost make me choke on my straw. Yep. Um yep. so thanks for that.
0: Yep. Little victories. <laughs> Little victories. Um so before we get started we did go and see Hadestown. We talked about that on the last yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, I have to say that I've been inspired. I have decided that I am going to write my first musical. Oh, shit. Yes, I've been thinking about this for days now. Uh, it is going to be titled Hoofloose. And it is going to be about dancing horses that are in a barn. But this barn owner, he doesn't he doesn't appreciate the dancing horses Mm. and he thinks that it's against decent decent horse ways. So he's trying to stop the horses from dancing, but all the horses want to do is
1: dance. He doesn't like the dressage.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, Mm -hmm. that sinful dressage. mm -hmm. I
1: I have one question for you. Okay. Did you read the episode description that came out with today's episode? I did not. It is a... Musical called Horses Town instead of Hades Town. Oh, that's so good! (laughs) And it is a Horses Town. It's a
2: that's better than Hoofloose.
1: I mean, not with that premise. Come on,
2: it is still very fucking good, though.
1: Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Horse Horse Loose is the best. But let's let me just go here because I can't remember what it what. Okay. Yeah, way down town, way down around the town, Max's Howl and Mrs. Red's Tale, Topside come a-rolling, clippity-clop, Saddle Club trying to get a ticket to go. Those who go, they don't come back. They go in way down town. That was the episode description. So good. That
0: is amazing.
2: By
1: the way, Alex's uh,
2: episode descriptions are probably, sorry guys, my favorite part of the show. Um, <laughs> reading how unhinged they get every week, I'm just like, yes, let the weird I... flow.
0: I saw Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? That was as mm. far as a, you know how it sort of cuts it off on the mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I should have opened it up. Horses Town. <laughs> Horse Town is so good.
1: So we're on the same wavelength with the musical thing. I think yeah, we need to yeah. explore this. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. I'm I'm a little worried about writing my first musical seeing as how I have like no talent or understanding of
1: I think that your dislike of musicals overall will really assist you because mm-hmm. you just have to write something and think i hate this and it's good so i think
0: i had seen uh a couple of like musical things and i did not enjoy them so i just i i labeled myself as a person who does not like musicals i've been to see a couple recently that i was like man those were really cool and really good how do you know if you're a person that likes musicals or doesn't like musicals
2: are there a couple of musicals that you would listen to not at the musical
0: i don't know about that i've Aww. never
2: you then you're not a musical person
0: okay all right i can go back to being I'll, old and
2: i'll old send and you i'll send you some stuff i'll send you some stuff okay. and if you okay. like that stuff and you would listen to that without going to see the show but really kind of still want to go see the show then you're a musical person
0: okay all right this podcast is all about self-discovery yeah that's really really what it what it boils down to uh the other thing that we discover is books namely saddle club like saddle club number nine
2: Uh uh-huh oh that's me right yeah that's you you. this one's called hoofby newsflash intrepid teen reporter repels friend and foe alike by writing random reports of their comings and goings about town I'm not. I'm not doing that for the whole thing. Lisa gets. A a, come on. <laughs> I
0: couldn't no. look at you when you started it. No.
2: Like, I, Lisa no gets. <laughs> Sorry. Lisa gets a job by pitching a column idea to the local newspaper. The weekly column she pitches, "Hoofbeat," is supposed to be about horse news happenings in and around Pine Hollow Stable. Is that right? Is it Pine Hollow? Yes. Suddenly my brain went, that doesn't sound right. All right. But it ends up being more of a gossip rag about everyone who takes classes there. Carol makes Stevie hold her money for her dad's birthday present and Stevie promptly loses it. Stevie's mom's work friend's daughter, Trudy, comes to spend two weeks with the saddle club while her parents are in Hawaii. And Trudy is too cool for any of these kids, except maybe Carol. The girls try to get her into horses, but she just isn't feeling it. Lisa writes a bunch of inflammatory stuff about all the things that go missing around the barn and everyone gets mad at her. Everyone. 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 But she thinks everyone is just jealous that she has a cool new reporter job, even when people like Trudy try to give her genuine, constructive criticism. Lisa writes some things about how cool and unique Trudy is that get misconstrued and she sees the error of her ways, but not before Trudy gets upset and takes the new show horse, Topside, out to run away. Topside gets spooked and takes off, but Lisa follows and manages to get control of him and save Trudy like she saved Hottie McMovie Star in the last book. Lisa eventually uses her noodle and discovers that as things have been shifted around while the barn has been getting painted, stuff has been knocked behind the lockers or put away in different places. So she said some stupid things about people for all of the wrong reasons. They aren't thieves. They're just terrible at looking for anything. They decide to throw out the first rule of Saddle Club and make Trudy an honorary member. Oh, and Stevie does the dumbest thing and sets Samson's training back, but it's okay because she gets rewarded with another vacation, a two-week horse riding camp that Trudy won in a raffle from the local library. I hated this book. I'm done.
0: Yeah, this wasn't yeah. a good one. <laughs> it was a it's fucking a stinker. One. I also have to apologize to all of the small animals in this book because I did just assume that that was going to be the term the The turn that that we were waiting on was that it was some one of the cats or the something was, was yeah oh. sneaking in and stealing the stuff. There was a raccoon or something somewhere that was just taking everything. I just I just knew in my heart that that was going to be how they discovered.
1: I mean, kittens the, do be thieves, right? And they do set up that their kittens are c- doing nefarious stealing things right? in the beginning of the book,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm. And so that's that's just I just. Waited for that and it never came. Turns out that the stuff just fell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Lisa was garbage.
2: Yeah. <sighs> oh my god. The whole, oh, you're just jealous. Yeah. Nah, bitch, you are stupid.
0: I had secondhand embarrassment. For oh my god. That when I read the first article, I was like, oh no. No, no, no.
2: She's a real Rita Skeeter, that one. <laughs> Got her. Uh- <laughs> like
0: where was max to after if i was max after i read the first article i'd be I like know. you're done you're cut off
2: yeah like hey please i i know what you're trying to do but don't do it anymore
1: i feel like max really doesn't take the opportunity a lot of the time to be like hey this isn't appropriate this is my stable you do have to ask permission for these things yeah i'm like a- not just gonna let this fly all the time
0: it's an unstable stable Mm -hmm. actually that would have been a good podcast name
1: unstable stable unstable there's a sign up in probably 50 to 75 percent of the barns i've been to hanging on the wall it says if you want a stable relationship get a horse (laughs) (laughs) oh man
0: i want that for my house now (laughs)
1: Welp, finally got a lead on a birthday present for (laughs) Tim.
0: Yeah, I don't... Yeah, this was was my least favorite book. Like, I don't know. That's it. I don't have anything to add. I like Trudy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Trudy's Trudy's great.
0: okay. Except she's an idiot. She's like, I'm going to run away. Let me just get on a horse to run away.
2: She is still a child. (laughs) Uh, yeah i would I mean, we would probably do that like given picks, my like
1: the best most expensive oh horse my gosh in the barn. she's got good taste hello she's got great taste
0: if 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 right now we were hanging out at a barn and i'm like uh i just need to run away given my skill level riding horses i would not be like let me take a horse to run out no i'm just gonna i'm gonna walk
1: come on you <laughs> i'll walk money. it out you wouldn't be like, my no. hurt heart will be healed by the wild beast that is Pony, and I will tame her with my sadness.
0: Pony would probably punch me in the face. She'd
1: punch any and, one of us in the face.
0: Yeah. She'd be like, get away from me. You don't know what you're doing. And I'll be like, I don't. <laughs> oh, she
1: says that favorite. to me too, though. <laughs> Pony would
0: somehow, like, with her hooves, like, grab my hand and start hitting me in the face with my own hand. And just be like, stop hitting yourself. Stop yourself.
2: I'd be
1: like, how are you
0: doing this? You don't have opposable thumbs. She'd just be
2: like, that's how cool I am. Yeah,
1: Jenna, what were you going to say? Your favorite. I don't know. It went away. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. My brain's not good at holding
2: on to things right now. (laughs) Oh, I remember. I remember. My favorite part (gasps) of that whole thing is that like. They go through ninety percent of this book with Trudy going, Yeah, I just I'm not really into horses. Yeah, I just don't like horses. I'm just not a horse person. And then she willingly gets on a horse with no one around. Yeah. No.
0: No. Yeah. What did she tack up the horse herself?
2: No, Red did it. Yeah. Which this is also partially on him, because like you, you you had to tack up the horse.
1: Red is like to just to be slightly fair to Red, slash come down horribly on him. He is very used to just taking orders from girls much younger than him and just doing that's what they true. say without questioning
2: he, it. Yeah, that's true. He really is. Man, baby Jenna would have had a minion.
0: <laughs> a ginion. A jinyan, yeah. A jinyan sounds like a weird fun I don't know if I'm into that. See,
1: I thought it was like <laughs> kind of like a tiny kaiju. Oh. <laughs> Which I guess I I, is a normal monster. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs>
2: No, it sounds cuter if you Jenna, say it's a tiny kaiju. Jenna, <laughs> it
0: does. Regular Jenna could be a tiny kaiju. You don't it's know. True. Like a, you don't know. Yeah. It's...
2: This isn't even Actually, my final
0: no, form. I want to make another musical called Tiny Kaijus. Aww. And it's just like Muppet Babies, except it's like I don't Godzilla. And... <laughs> I don't know anything about that
1: they're baby muppets like i don't know that's
0: pretty much all the explanation Listen, you need right i just
1: don't like, understand the muppets overall like i'm sorry that's a wild statement i know like they're, just, like, they're puppets
2: yeah yeah what do you Why do we, what are you missing here
1: <laughs> like what's what's the why why when i say i'm not a fan of the muppets people look at me like i've committed a crime cuz cuz it
2: is a mild crime <laughs>
1: It's not a puppet person. <laughs> it's
2: a tiny kaiju
0: of a crime.
1: Yeah. It's a regular-sized small crime.
0: I, you know why people look at you like that? Like, okay, hold on. Real talk here for a minute. Everybody's okay. allowed to like or not like what they don't like, right? Cool. Uh, I'm just not used to people who don't like the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I know one person who doesn't like the Muppets. Is it me? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because like, how can you not like Gonzo? Is the
0: only you, thing that I can think. If we if we dug long enough, I'm sure there's a thing that everybody else likes, but I don't. Oh, it's gotta like, be. Yeah. Went, yeah. So we just we don't talk about it as much as we do Muppets.
1: That's true. Muppet comes up quite a lot. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. The two old guys in the balcony.
1: Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> oh God, I don't get it. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. wow
2: it's cause
0: alex watched muppets from space and was like that's not what it's like at all
2: <laughs> oh man come on muppet There's christmas so carol many... is like the best christmas carol that's ever been made uh, yeah that...
1: it's good be other than into, like... scrooged
2: but like that's it's different
1: that's but then there was also the michael grant christmas carol would... Part of the, um,
2: yeah, no, Frontlines,
1: yeah, Frontlines World. He wrote a Christmas Carol,
0: and that one was pretty solid, it too. It was pretty good. Yeah, that
1: might be my favorite one.
0: <laughs> What's my favorite Christmas Carol? I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. It's probably some like 80s sitcom mm. Christmas episode,
2: Yeah, if
1: I'm being honest.
2: Where it's got the fake snow and the really bad fade-out scene changes.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do a one-shot of this. We're going to play a D&D, and you guys are going to oh. be my ghosts. <laughs> oh, we're gonna shit. We're going to do it for the Patreon. <laughs>
2: I can't oh, wait. That'd be awesome.
1: That's going to be my favorite one.
2: Oh my God. Just Ghosts of Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm going to play a Muppet.
1: Dude. All right. <laughs> a Muppet I will get it.
0: I'm going to play a, a helmicron ass Muppet, is what oh,
1: I'm going to do.
0: Oh no. Named David. A Helmacron.
1: Oh, God like, damn Helmic, it, Tim. Helmicron- why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh no. So good. <laughs>
0: It, that was the problem with the Helmicrons is they were really Muppets, just tiny Muppets. Yeah.
1: What, okay, if, what if though, what if <laughs> Catherine and Michael were like, hey, no. we were thinking of Muppets when we wrote the Helmicrons <laughs> and then it's like, it doesn't matter what media form it is. I'm still just never a fan of the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs>
2: I think I've just really never gotten over when um, Kermit and Miss Piggy broke up and then Kermit was finally over her. And then they made them get back together, honestly. Like, I I just think that that never really sat right with me.
0: I don't think the whole Miss Piggy-Kermit relationship ever sat right with me. No. No, it's not good. I was never on board for that. No. it's very toxic. Yeah.
1: She she beats him. Even I know that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, right? Right? It wasn't it wasn't healthy. No. It wasn't healthy at all. Yeah. This is this is, this is the podcast that Alex always wanted the Muppet podcast.
1: Yeah. If you held a gun to my head and asked me to identify all of the Muppets and all of Sesame Street, there is not an insignificant chance you would end up shooting me.
2: <laughs> I have a stream idea that does not involve a gun, but Oh no. But, I will be showing pictures and asking you to identify which muppet is which,
1: okay, yeah, I'll do my best.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I love puppets. I know it seems like I shouldn't because of all the things that I don't like, but I love puppets <laughs> so much no Can we... i could
0: I could, see that. Yeah. I could
1: see that I was about to say something about puppets I like, but I realized they were marionettes, and I don't know if that counts.
2: See, those are the ones I think that it I does. yeah, they are puppets, but those are the ones that I don't like, okay, wait,
0: why the... would you not like them? It's...
2: Weird.
1: As a, as opposed to the regular ones that you stick your hand up their butts? Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. Yeah, Pinocchio always kinda scared me.
1: Oh, Pinocchio's a terror child. Yeah. There's way too many sexual jokes about it. <laughs> so, way too many. <laughs> so many Also, why was he mad about turning into a donkey? That's I know. <laughs>
2: Listen, you got to drink a bunch of beer and play a bunch of fucking carnival games, and then you turned into a donkey. That sounds like the best night ever, honestly. It's like my
1: dream date.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? Hmm. No, like <laughs> that a hundred percent tracks with everything that I know about you. <laughs> Is to go out and drink a bunch of beer and then morph into animals. That's one hundred percent. Oh yeah. And and eat cheese. Like that's the only yeah. other thing that you forgot. Like Let's eating does cheese. Does
1: Pinocchio eat cheese in that scene? Let's just see. I mean he might. If he does, like, that truly is like the greatest thing.
0: Go to Waffle House. Like
1: that's <laughs> and oh no, my cricket friend would be like, You did a bad thing and I'd be like, Shut up, I have waffles and I'm a donkey now. <laughs>
0: look dead at that cricket and say dog is horse
1: dog is horse
0: (laughs) i don't think your conscience would be a cricket
1: no what would it be it
0: would would be a bird of some sort Mm.
1: a shrike Uh, oh no no. that's a little dark yeah
2: (laughs) we go to alex's home and we just see a bunch of dead things impaled on the fence outside her house
1: yeah yep all right that's where i keep my dead things
2: let's see there's ice cream there's a pie alex's dead things
1: Candy. No.
2: <laughs> These
0: are the things.
1: It's in the Pinocchio that Pleasure Island scene. I have never thought about impaling a pie on a fence before, but I would do that in a heartbeat. Oh, my God. I'm like, a pecan pie just on a fence.
2: About like a freaky Hansel and Gretel witch scene type scene. It's a pie on a With stick. the sweets impaled on shit outside the house instead of the house being sweets because
1: that's stupid yeah that's not structurally sound at all no no one good rain one mild rain condensation Mm -hmm. but it does take away the joy of watching your house crumble in a mild rain and going it's a bad bake mary (laughs) (laughs) the thing i imagine the candy witch did yeah so what kind of animals would your consciences be that's what i'm trying to think of now
2: oh man
0: i think that my conscience would probably be a lemur oh okay i was really? gonna say golden
2: retriever so
0: i was okay. gonna say
1: golden retriever too yeah <laughs> the exact breed and everything
0: the only reason i didn't think dog is big beca- dog is horse dog um, is horse because <laughs> because you can't put dog on your shoulder and i feel like you need to be able to oh, put rusty. conscience on your shoulder
1: Come here, here. You can Come rusty. Dog on shoulder.
0: Okay, you can't put Golden Retriever on your shoulder. Oh, I have Squitters done it. Talk. Done it. Just this super uncomfortable looking Golden Retriever on my shoulder just be like, please <laughs> put me down.
2: <laughs> I am not horse. Put I me on ground. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Golden Retriever, so he doesn't know that horses also like to be on the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see it. my conscience being a Golden Retriever would, would kind of track. Because like every time we had deep philosophical conversations both of us would just completely flake out on the conversation <laughs> with me, and then run away yeah. but you jenna
1: what would you have
2: I, I don't know what do you think i would have
1: i've had two wildly different and completely unreasonable thoughts one because i just now that i've got it in my head i can't unpicture it and that's the calliope hummingbird because that would be adorable <laughs> i love them so much oh they're so good and the other one inexplicably it's a kangaroo
2: all right i do like to punch people
1: yeah and you'd have pockets
2: (laughs) oh so many pockets
0: no yeah jenna's conscience would be a bat no
2: like okay but i like the thought that the the good conscience would be the kangaroo and the bad one would be the hummingbird
1: oh a tiny hummingbird just like (laughs) it would absolutely
0: be a bat
1: why i'm not tortured by my
2: conscience
1: (laughs) it's
0: Somebody would walk up to Jenna and Jenna would be like, "I want to fucking punch this person," and the bat would be like, "You can't Vengeance. punch this person." And then Jenna would look at the bat and be like, "Fuck you, bat!" That would be the <laughs> fuck. That would you be bat. the interaction. Fuck you, bat.
2: Actually, I'd probably scream and run inside and be like, "Oh, there's a fucking bat me!" <laughs>
1: what if all of the bats that have come to you were your conscience? <gasps> oh, I fucked that up. <laughs> oh why does my conscience have to
0: slap me in the face
2: <laughs> why is it in my hair <laughs> just
0: bat just right in front of you just be like I'm not touching you I'm not touching you
2: <laughs> that would be fine I would be fine with that <laughs> it's when they do touch me that I have a problem <laughs> and the shocking regularity with which that happens that's where I have the problem I don't like I get I get your
0: feelings towards bats I do like wholeheartedly disagree with you I follow Batzilla uh, I think it's on Facebook but I think that's where it is mm. bats are no. precious precious little baby angels
2: I'm coming around on on the big fruit bats oh, but only when I can't puppies. see their little tums <laughs> yeah like when they're all Love wrapped it. up like a burrito yeah. and my feeds them a nom mm-hmm. it just looks like rusty I can't hate that but no. so then they stick those little tums in out And I'm like, oh, what did I do. I hate
1: it. I it when they eat grapes and I they just, eat yeah, nom, nom,
2: nom. yes.
1: All right, so, <laughs> yes, Tim.
0: <laughs> Getting back on track here. Back on
1: track. Back ah! on
0: track. I, I have a horse question, mm. and it, 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 I've been thinking about this one since since we talked about the Dairy Queen's closing for the season. <laughs> it's cold in parts of the country. I hear that. How do you, how do you care for your horse when it's cold?
1: <sighs> so many ways. So, so many ways. And uh, much like barefoot horses versus shod horses, this is a debate where people will come after you with pitchforks for your opinions.
0: Wait, hold on. <laughs> uh, just got to pause for a second. Uh-huh shod shod is yeah. that the actual term yeah and it means shoe? shoddy yeah sorry i had shaggy say... in
2: my head for a second
0: <laughs> we, play. we play we play we say shod shod yeah that sounds so uppity why i don't know i hate it shod it... my horse is a shod like quit it knock it off they're shoed they got shoes on no <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard the shod. Okay, just just sorry. say it,
2: Southern. Say shod. Shaw. And that doesn't mean like everybody who's in has to go work at the carpet meal. That,
0: that's a that's a local joke. Y'all
2: got shod. It was a very local joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no more local than dogs
1: and suds was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man how do you keep that beast warm though oh god uh so there's a lot of controversy on this because people blanket people don't blanket some people think horses should never be blanketed some people blanket within an inch of their horse's life so there is a spectrum here once again the most important thing is what works for your horse. And nothing else. <laughs> That's the We're not getting into the debate part of it. Um, most effective or most prominent thing right off the bat, make sure they have plenty of forage. They should be able to access hay because digestion and the hindgut raises the internal body temperature right off the bat. Um, but blanketing is kind of what we're talking about. And that has to do a lot with uh, if your horse is clipped, if they're not clipped, how cold it's getting, how used they are to the climate. Did you just trailer a horse in from New Mexico to Illinois or Wisconsin? you might have to fucking blanket your horse because those are very two different climates. Um, so yeah, they wear blankets and, uh, there's a million different types of blankets. There's all different weights. There's all different fills. There's all different sort of rip abilities, durabilities on those. There's the neck cover parts of it. There's high necks There's so on, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the basics are if it's super, super cold out, you blanket heavier if your horse needs it. And if it's not so much, if it's just going to be wet outside, then you can just keep a sheet on them to keep them dry because their hair does insulate them very, very well. So, uh, as long as you keep their hair dry and not, matted down against their body they will stay pretty warm so yeah. um,
0: okay I without getting into the the blankets are good blankets are bad mm-hmm. like I get why somebody would want to blanket their horse what's the argument for not blanketing your horse
1: so the main argument that I've seen is if your horse is not clipped and they are used to the climate they grow a winter coat that is appropriate for the weather that they're in and when you put a blanket on um, it's kind of similar actually to the way the bird feathers works which is why this argument has always made sense to me when you put a blanket on, it tamps the hair down so it's flat against their body, and what keeps them warm is they fluff their hair up, and the warm oh, okay. air gets trapped okay. under there, so you're oh, basically okay. like by blanketing you're ruining their ability for their coat to work appropriately, yeah, that's okay, all right, so we're not
0: we're not coming at it from any kind of like weird like those that sounds like a valid argument, yeah, and then blankets sound like a valid argument,
1: right, so, and it's yeah. Again, it's whatever works for your horse. And if you clip them, obviously you have to blanket them because you clipped their hair off so they need a yeah. freaking blanket. <laughs> yeah. So it, it just depends on where you fall on that spectrum. No, that makes sense. Yeah. And some horses just naturally have a thicker coat than others. Like if you have a thoroughbred, they're not going to grow a super thick coat because those were horses that were just, they, they're like the excessive horses of the world. They eat a ton of feed. They don't metabolize well. They don't grow a thick coat. They were made for people with money because mm-hmm. they were bred by people who had money that bred them for a specific high-end job. So it's, you know, you just kind of got to know your horse and what you're dealing with. That
0: makes sense. What about horse news? What's what's on the hoof beat? Oh, oh God. my God.
1: I am pretty excited about this one. This was, uh, when I gave you guys the option, this is the one that you didn't choose. <laughs> 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 but nice. that I am excited about. Okay, so there is a project that Sport Horse Ireland and British Equestrian have just kicked off to take an environmental sustainability study on eventing and figure out how to make the entire eventing communities that fall under those regulations more environmentally sustainable, which is, listen, I know a lot of people aren't super excited about this, but I am so excited by this because like, that is a huge area of land that people are taking up because it's paid for, right? Like it's similar to when you think about the duck stamp. Okay. I'm going to go off tangent for a little bit. Okay. So duck stamp, right? You think people that buy duck stamps are hunters. And you're like, well, that's not for the conservation of the ducks, right? Well, absolutely it is because they are spending money to go hunt in areas where ducks live, which conserves huge areas of land, which is awesome for the ducks. This is like, in my mind, a kind of similar thing, right? Like you're going to have this huge green space that's going to stay open for these people to come and run this show on like once in a while, But meanwhile, you have a whole environmental area that's not being used like 90% of the time. That's awesome. So I got very excited about this. And I understand why you guys like the horse and the ice cream one. (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) Anyways, that's my news.
0: So they're gonna like, I guess let wildlife live in the area that they would use for like, is that what you mean? or
1: it's so it's gonna be kind of a mix of that, right? So like figuring out how to work with the land that already exists there, figuring out how competitors can be more sustainable in like trailering out there and oh, okay. taking up space okay. on the land and like churning up the ground and that kind of stuff. So they're, they're like looking at everything and seeing how they can make all of it better. Which is yeah, really exciting. That's really badass. Yeah, it
0: almost sounds like something that everybody should do and oh, right? everything.
1: Weird. Right. Weird. Imagine that. So I'm I got very, very excited. It's very hard to I'm excited.
0: <laughs> okay,
2: Jenna. Yeah. Is it's it my time. turn? Okay. It's your turn. Okay. I'm ready. I'm so ready. I definitely wrote all these down. I didn't. All right. Horse number one is a divinely bred, fabulously fast, black maned horse. He saved the life of Adrastus, King of Argos, during the War of the Seven War. War of the seven against thebes, sorry i yeah, I didn't capitalize a word that should have been capitalized
1: that's okay that's not what was that's not what was throwing me, okay, <laughs> it is the fact that I know nothing, oh oh no
0: was there was there a guild in Thebes
2: <laughs> probably was there was yeah there a honestly though, guild? probably, yeah,
1: Remy Lebeau. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, Nope. I'm going to need another clue.
2: Okay. This horse was, by most accounts, the offspring of Poseidon and Demeter.
1: Oh, God, one of these. <laughs> yeah, one of, one
2: of those. When the goddess Demeter was searching for her daughter Persephone, she was pursued by Poseidon. To escape Poseidon, Demeter turned herself into a mare and hid among the mares of, yep, Onsius. Onsius? On- Onsius? Yeah, that one. King of the Pulsa in Arcadia. But Poseidon turned himself into a stallion and mated with Demeter, producing this horse.
1: Pegasus,
2: no, damn
1: it Comanche. other accounts
2: no, other accounts had this horse as the offspring of Gaia or of Zephyrus and harpy and a harpy, not just harpy in general, it's one of them,
1: I don't think I've any idea, I mean, you've heard the way that I pronounce Calliope, right, like you know yeah
2: i yeah, yeah. i I have, yeah.
1: Apollo. No, say horse names that I know that I think might be vaguely related.
0: No, I don't know this.
1: Icarus. It, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> Wait, why did why did Icarus? No,
2: it's not Icarus. Oh, this horse was given to the hero Heracles, who rode him into battle during his expedition to Ellis, and also during his combat with Ares' son, Ares' son, Ares' apostrophe son, Sickness. I can say that. Sickness? It's CYC in US. Oh. Not, not down with. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Heracles gave this horse to Adrastus, the king of Argos. Adrastus took this horse with him on the disastrous expedition of the Seven against Thebes. On the way to Thebes, this horse competed and finished first in the Nemean Games. At Thebes, when the battle was lost, this horse quickly spirited his master Adrastus away from the battlefield, saving his life when all the other leaders of the expedition were killed. We're probably going to Google. I put some Greek shit in here. All right, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. It is Jimmy yeah. the horse. God damn.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be like plebeian or something.
2: Plebeian. Ple- I love it. Ple- yeah.
0: Plodastes.
2: Pl- pl- <laughs> Plodastes.
0: <laughs>
1: Planastes. Let me unplug. I can't be tethered at this moment.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm ready. I am also ready. All right, and go.
1: Arian? Yeah. Nice. No, I didn't know that one. Or Arian. A R I O N or A-R-E-I-O-N.
2: Uh, I like to think that they just went, uh Orion? <laughs> uh, no, we already have an Orion. No, no, uh uh, uh, uh Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: have to say it's Southern. It's <laughs> Arian, I assume. <laughs> knowing nothing about Southern accents. <laughs> Oh man.
2: Alright. Are you ready for horse number two? Yes. Probably not. Maybe. But maybe. maybe. This horse maybe. was sold on May 9th, 2010, and is an American thoroughbred racehorse and multiple Eclipse Award winner.
0: American Race- Pharaoh. <laughs> no. 2010? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Nope. We're gonna need another clue.
2: Okay. Her most memorable performance was defeating the champion Philly Songbird by a nose in the 2016 Breeders' Cup. Hey, Alex, can you say that word for me? Die staff, distaff, di- distaff, distaff, distaff. How's this? D-I-staff? D-I-S-T-A-F-F. Distaff. Distaff. Okay. I can never say it. And I don't, every time I've heard it, I have never like put a little mark in my brain for that. Oh, that's how you say it. No,
1: I would never put a mark in my brain for how to say anything. I think it's a free for all. Nice.
2: Well, <laughs> I went ham on it. I love it. Her other notable wins include the 2012 Breeders' Cup Juvenile Fillies, the 2014 Breeders' Cup Distaff, stud mm-hmm. yep, and the 2015 Pacific Classic against male horses. Why Get them. Why
1: does my brain want to say Ladybird? Nope, stupid brain. You failed again. Her name is amazing
2: to me. I like it. Grace. No. <laughs> You smart ass motherfucker. No. <laughs> <sighs> Did I say how sweet the sound? I don't think so. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Sp- no.
0: Also amazing? Also amazing. Stories?
2: Just stories? Um, amazing yeah. wasn't a hint. I just like the name. <laughs> I am a
1: fan of this name. I think Tim should keep going, though. I think He's yeah. amazing. Damn
0: it. Damn it. Alex, I was out. I'm out. Of amazing- Come on,
1: Tim. One more.
0: What else is amazing? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing else is amazing.
1: <laughs> Are you getting close to tears? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Aww. else is amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what is amazing? This horse's name? Sure. But that she was the first horse since 1976 to win a grade one race at age two, three, four, five and six and one of only two horses to have ever won three breeders cup races she was inducted into the national museum of racing hall of fame in 2022 which was her first year of being eligible they were like yeah that horse we're putting her in the hall of fame oh ryan nope wouldn't that be some shit if i just picked three horses (laughs) with the same name i would (laughs) do some shit like that i absolutely would Yes,
1: (laughs) that would be amazing. Or two with the same
2: name and one not.
1: That would be mean. That would just be mean.
2: (laughs) You're right, and I am mean.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. It's not Ruffian, because Ruffian didn't race that long, and it was before her time. Rufio. She was before (laughs) this time. Rufio? John (laughs) Ruffio?
0: No, I don't. I don't know this one.
1: I mean, I don't know anything. Okay, this
2: horse's name is a popular D and D monster. <laughs> what? Beholder. Uh, yes, Tim. Nice. Oh, <laughs> nice. Fucking a.
1: <laughs> that name is amazing. That is incredible.
2: Oh, I'm so. I happy. was going to say mimic. <laughs> That's that would be my favorite. All right, are you ready for number three? Yes. No, yes. <laughs> Alex is just going no. Um, no. this is this is a breed okay. okay, this was a type of small horse from France but is now extinct
1: extinct extinct or like extinct in the wild extinct You're, extinct extinct okay so not okay so not any of the ones I was thinking then okay and Prowalski's horse isn't from France right no Prowalski's is from somewhere else and I don't think they're extinct yet I don't they'll think so there. yeah they'll get there they'll get there one day That's a dark thought. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh.
0: (laughs) Okay, give, give me another clue.
1: All right.
2: These horses were first identified in the 15th century. They were used as a dra- jack of all trades animals, equally suited for riding, farm work, and passenger transport. They declined during the 19th century when we- railways and better kept roads pressured horse breeders into despecializing their breeds. Despite the animal's disappearance, the name survives in several French cultural references, one of them being very funny.
0: French cultural references?
2: Yeah.
1: My brain's just like Cheval. I'm like, no, that's just horse in French.
2: <laughs> that is just Dumb a horse.
1: Idiot. <laughs> um, okay. Like, here's what I don't get. This isn't anything to do with the quiz per se, but it seems like that horse was already very de-specialized. Like, they were good at many things. I know, yeah. So that's wild to me that they would be like, fuck this breed. Yeah.
2: Maybe, Maybe
1: it was the name. No. Is it like Dick Horse or something? something yeah or okay. something it's, dick it's, a bird. it's
2: not it's not dick
1: ass horse
2: you might say
0: it's Sh- toilet humor poop
1: no. shit horse shit, shit horse nope. <laughs> Bill like a brick shit horse <laughs> <laughs> it's toilet
0: is- humor
1: yeah urine horse no <laughs> I was trying to like What's a pea
0: horse?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
2: oh man.
0: Cult- French cultural references.
2: Yeah. Alright, the history of this horse is associated with the history of commoners and the state. These horses were only valuable for the work they were able to carry out at a low cost. Therefore, the beauty, size, coat, color, and sex of the horse were of no importance. Only working ability and hardiness were taken into account. The breeding of this type of horse was carried out against the recommendations of the Haras Nationale National Stud Farms, in, I guess, French, uh, who, in hoping for their eradication, criticized them as little ugly horses. They were generally raised semi-wild without any true selection process. During antiquity, Brittany and Normandy had small horses, possibly introduced by the Celts during their migrations to Asia. During the 16th century, Normandy was known to have have sturdy and heavy these types of horses, uh, capable of pulling over long distances and serving as stagecoaches or artillery horses.
1: No idea. Say it. Boner?
2: No. (laughs) That's not... mm, No.
1: Bonaphone horses? (laughs) Bonaphone.
2: Literal term for boner. Bonaphone. Bonaphone? Absolutely not. Whoever thought of that one... Is just no, just no, it's probably Alexander Graham Bell. Ahoy, <laughs>
0: uh.
2: my darling! I seem to have another uh, bonaphone. <laughs> Ring it up for me, would you?
1: I've been trying to reach you about your dick's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have a clue that will get you there, but I can't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or just a goof that we have talked about in general off of okay. podcasts. Oh, no. um, we can bleep it out.
1: Never. <laughs> it's very let specific. Let the people wonder.
2: I just don't remember if it's in an episode or not or if we talked about it before or after recording.
1: Just let the people wonder.
2: Very good clue.
1: A day horse? <laughs>
0: yes.
1: <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. We did not Literally. talk about that on the podcast, <laughs> so we will bleep it out, <laughs> and they can they can be left to wonder.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just know that Tim got that point, and I will never
1: tell you <laughs> what it's called. <laughs> gonna have to bleep out the entire clue, which is even funnier. <laughs> Uh Toilet humor was a really good clue. Though. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> Go
2: to. <laughs> you got two of the three. Nice. hmm
1: We
0: talked about bedazzling a bidet. hmm uh, And it was gonna be called the Bedazzle. hmm TM. Yeah. And then we started talking about Pazuzu. Yeah. That that conversation took us places, didn't it? it?
1: Sure did. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs>
0: We end up in some weird places.
1: Yeah. That's where we came up with the phrase, I'm going to go take a Pazuzu in my bedazler. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's
0: also a bold move, by the way, is to, to poke fun at the name of
1: the
2: demon from the Exorcist. <laughs> it's okay. I have my own pet demon.
1: <laughs> and I'm trying Thanks, to get Tim. one. So, Well, Tim gave a- me mine, so I'm sure he could get you one, too. <laughs> He's oh, my Demon yeah. Dealer. <laughs> just just
0: the, the idea of us making Pazuzu jokes and the, just none of us can see Pazuzu, but she's giving us the finger.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up,
0: you guys.
1: Demon Dealer is my favorite Gorillaz album. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. I don't know much, so sometimes <laughs> it's amazing when I can hit these. <laughs> That's not very scary, though, if is just flipping us off and none of us can see them. Like, yeah, that's not intimidating at all. Like, what are you going to do? Spit some pea soup? Ooh, yeah. I'd take some demon pea soup. Yeah,
0: actually, that sounds like I'm not going to lie. That sounds like something somebody sells. It's just like a spicy cayenne.
2: Hell yeah. Spicy pea soup. That sounds great, actually. So
0: oh, I'm going to make
1: some mm. Mm. Be good actually, when I you have a cold.
0: That. If you if you made spicy pea soup, I would try
1: it. OK, I'll make some. Yeah. This has been a productive meeting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I still have to make <laughs> oops all root soups, too.
1: <gasps> oops all root soups.
2: I love naming
1: things so much.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, if you love naming things. Yeah. You know what you did name?
1: <gasps> Moose Jaw McGraw? That's it. Want to know other ones that I didn't name, but other yeah. people mm-hmm. did name? Mm-hmm. All right. How does Big Thick Mart Gale hit you?
2: I named it that one.
1: Too. I like it a lot. What about <laughs> Beta Ray Philly? I love it. It's, it's, it's okay. I love it! Wow, all right, well, let's go through some other ones. What about Halava SpaghettiOs? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. What about Iron Meriden? Yeah! Um, that's amazing. Yeah. What about Dale Donuts the Third? Yeah! <laughs> that was my favorite response. Oh, what about Dimebag? Oh, yeah! What about Silver flare? <laughs> what about Ronnie? Yeah, he's alright. Alright, that's fine. <laughs> well, those are a bunch of horses we have in our metal ass horse barn. And if you wanna find out more about our metal ass horse barn, well fucking trot your way on over to singlethoughtconnection.com. T H O T. I don't know if that's right, but it feels it feels good. It feels good. So I'm I'm gonna roll with it. Anyways, if you really liked how wonderfully put together that segue was then you can find out more shit about us at singlethoughtconnection.com and I just wanted to do one really good one and then one really bad one to let you know how bad it could have been and now you can reflect on how good it could have been.
0: That's why they call you the Paul Blart of podcasting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god.
1: If you knew how much editing I had to do. wasn't it wasn't even funny and nobody else laughed i just cracked myself up with my own joke so bad i had to edit out like a minute straight of me laughing (laughs) and no one else (laughs) laughing (laughs) Uh. (sighs) all right this brings our podcast to an end similarly to the way that lisa ended all of her fucking friendships in this past episode because (laughs) she wrote a stupid column way to go if you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, follow us on Facebook at Horsegirls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. And if you want to buy some radical shirts and things, visit DuckDuckJenna.com, America's most beloved search engine to search for positively one thing, which is Horse Girls merch. We oh, already told you where to go to our metal horse barn, but did you know that we have other content there too? Maybe a veritable plethora? Well, we do, including Horsegirls, Girls, my favorite. If you want to find us on other things, you can. We do podcasts. Do you like D&D? Check out the Botched Podcast or Dungeons and Draken Beams. Do you like Animorphs? Check out Animorphs Anonymous. Or do you want to know what we're talking about every time we talk about Animorphs? Check out Dungeons and Draken Beams or Animorphs Anonymous, where we just talk about Animorphs all the fucking time. We can't stop. We won't stop. We will not be stopped, just like Jenna who will not be stopped over at her Twitch channel twitchtv Chill with one singular l and i will not be stopped from telling you that if you put a second l there so help me god i will write about it in my column i will publish it in a local newspaper and somehow everyone will have picked it up and read it and then you'll feel pretty stupid won't you You're and call then it i'll it chill write beats, about beats with one l chill beats chill beats with one l chill beats with one l and it one s which is normal for beats, but okay. I just want it to be said.
0: I feel like if you add a second L, it would be pronounced like tortilla. Genchia.
2: There's Ch- no, there's no A there.
0: It doesn't matter at the end. It's understood. Oh, okay. It's, it's understood. What's the what's the opposite of a silent letter? A vocal letter. A vo, it's a vocal yeah. letter where it's not really there. It's like a ghost letter.
2: Okay. I mean, my old gamertag did used to be Genchilla, so
1: oh That's Genchia. So Genchia. J <laughs> <We've laughs> Genchia. <laughs> i love gen chia
2: <laughs> how do you get a chia pet of your own face
1: i'm pretty sure you just plaster cast your own face and then no
2: let's do it seeds yeah. to it yeah do I have to uh, do you take it off first and then seeds right mm. okay eh, it's
1: yeah. up to you to choose your own chia pet adventure yeah mm. i think we should do it all right i'll do it i'll forget to water it but i'll try very bad at watering things But you know what I'm not bad at? Reminding people there's only one L in Jenna Chill. Just one. Oh, God. Okay, well, if you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful Appalachian voice, he has voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio. And guess what? He's also on Animorphs Anonymous right now and Late Starters, which I didn't even tell you guys about. It's a great podcast that if you like TTRPG and Pokemon, you should check out. And Tim's on it. And he's great on it. And he makes like the best jokes
2: ever on it and doesn't get the recognition he deserves for those jokes because
1: no one else knows what he's talking about. But when I listen, I go, I understood that. It's Tim and three morons that don't know anything. It's great. If you, uh, like me, want to check out another moron, I guess, as I've just said in this thing, but who I actually love and shouldn't have called a moron, check out Casey T, who <laughs> has done all of our episode <laughs> art. This is just me, like, taking shots at Casey for no fucking reason. <laughs> what the hell, Alex? Anyways, she writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. Shut up. I have waffles and I'm a donkey now. (laughs)